And essentially what our benchmarks are telling us and what we've seen in practice is that without the technology enablement of leading world-class procurement technologies, it's impossible for these companies to be considered top performing and world-class organizations. Welcome to the Hackett Group's Business Acceleration Podcast. Week after week, you'll hear from top experts on how to avoid obstacles, manage detours, and celebrate milestones on the journey to world-class performance. I'm Chris Sonchuk, your host for today's podcast. And my guest is Tim Yu, the leader of our procurement technology practice. I'll be guiding the discussion and providing context as needed. The topic today is based on a research paper that we recently released entitled Reaching New Heights and Peak Performance as part of our Digital World Class Technology Series. Now, as part of that, and to introduce us to this topic, the impact of digital on procurement performance has been something that we've been studying for the last few years at the Hackett Group. It all goes back a couple of years ago when we started looking at organizations and the impact of technology and looking at the benchmarking performance of these organizations. We actually took a set of organizations and divided that set of organizations into three different groups based on their utilization of technology, not only in the purchase to pay process, but in the sourcing, risk, and other processes as well. And one group had the highest utilization of technology and the other group had the lowest and there was a group in the middle. What we did is to better understand the impact of technology was to compare the lowest group in terms of utilization of technology versus the highest group in terms of their utilization of technology. And what we saw were fairly stark differences between the two. At the time, we looked at a lot of different measures and performance metrics of these different groups. You know, one of the things that we looked at was the amount of spend being influenced by the group that was much more heavily utilizing technology versus the one that was least using technology. And there was a 46% difference. We looked at things like the productivity of those that were processing purchase orders and found that the highest group of utilizing technology had a 2.7 times difference in terms of their productivity versus the lowest group. We even saw areas such as savings. The highest group of using technology had a higher savings overall, spend cost reduction and cost avoidances of 91% higher than the group as the lowest. And all of these different areas led us to believe that technology was having an outsized impact on the performance of procurement organizations. And that led us to where we are today and the introduction of a term called digital world class, where we've taken our methodology and driven it to more looking at the outsized impact that technology is having on our organizations. So let me ask Tim some questions on this. And Tim, you've been around here long enough and you've seen some of this history. What are some of your comments in in terms of this outsized impact we're seeing on technology over the last several years and, you know, really culminating in the identification and the introduction of a term called digital world class? It's not surprising given the amount of transformation work that our practice has been doing with Fortune 1000 clients and seeing the shift into technology enablement and particularly around the procurement function. And essentially what our benchmarks are telling us 
And what we've seen in practice is that without the technology enablement of leading world-class procurement technologies, it's impossible for these companies to be considered top-performing and world-class organizations. And what that means is more and more companies need to make the journey and make the investment into digital technologies. And, and one of the things, Tim, you mentioned is just the impact. And I highlighted that as, you know, just based on what we've seen over the last few years and, and really taking a much more, I'll say, methodical approach in terms of identifying digital world-class organizations. In the paper that we released, we highlight some of these performance gaps. Are there anything that really stands out to you in, the, in some of the gaps that we identified? Yeah, in essence, our, as our paper mentioned, the performance bar has gone up. And so as we measure world-class, traditional measurements have changed dramatically because of the digitization and automation of many of the procurement processes. So traditionally, when you think about procurement automation, you think about transactional procurement, right? And we used to measure the cost of that transaction based on the number of orders per buyer, number of invoices per FTE that could process invoices. And when you are digitally enabling and eliminating the manual processes in the paper, what they can process per FTE dramatically goes up. And therefore, our costs overall for procurement go down. So that's changed essentially the benchmark and what performance measurements need to be in the future as well. What about some of the other things that the paper highlighted in terms of the effectiveness impact of leveraging digital technologies as well as even experience measures, you know, in terms of the experience that stakeholders are having in terms of engaging with the overall procurement supply management organization? You know, what's interesting, our measurement don't necessarily tell us exactly what is driving the improved value that procurement is offering to their stakeholders. It's just that there is a perception and 85% are more likely to be viewed by stakeholders as being proactive, as being a partner. And I believe much of that is being driven by bandwidth being freed up, no longer being focused on these transactional activities, having the tools and the data and information to intelligently partner with their business and drive more value-added services. Things like focusing on supplier risk, focusing on product innovation, additional value-added services. So, Tim, let me ask you another area. When we go further into the paper, and after what we've just talked about in terms of some of the, I'll say some of the more quantifiable impacts of digital technologies, we highlight some of these enablers. You know, one of the things that, you know, I'll call them enablers, but we really call them, you know, where do these digital procurement world-class organizations really excel? And the paper highlights six areas. You know, are there any of these six areas that you believe, you know, will have a bigger outsized impact in terms of excelling in an organization? Or are they all pretty much equally balanced? I think they're all important. I don't know if they're all equally balanced. But the first area that, that we talk about is around technology enablement, which is a given, right? It's an obvious, this digital world-class procurement organization requires the technology enablement. To get there and to be successful, right, the procurement organizations need to understand what are they enabling and how are we going to do that? And some of these other areas that we highlight are 
just as important to be successful after you've enabled the technology. So data and analytics is critical to drive decision making. And these technologies may help you get better data and better analytics, but we are seeing many organizations focus significant amount of time and effort on their master data management strategy and cleanup and ongoing governance and how that's going to work when the technology gets enabled. Without doing that effort, oftentimes very challenging and very manual, without going through that effort, the technology may not give you as much value as you'd hoped. We talk about cloud-based modern architecture, and we're seeing increased adoption in these cloud-based modern technologies because of this ease of use, modern user interface. As consumers, we've gotten very spoiled. We're used to using our iPhones and be able to click three times and have a pizza delivered to our house. So we get to work and we want that same interaction. And we don't want to have to log into multiple systems and, and relearn things. We want it to be very intuitive. And these cloud-based solutions are giving that to our end users. And it's a critical function of success is ensuring adoption of the technology. You know, back in a paper that we released at the beginning of the year, we asked you know, leaders of procurement, what are the things that are top of mind? What are those key priorities that they're focusing on as they look forward? And, you know, certainly the digital transformation of their organizations was, you know, one of the top five areas of priority. But also right behind that was areas like data and analytics, you know, understanding that data is absolutely essential to allowing us to get the kind of benefit from the technology investments that we do make as organizations. You know, what's interesting to me, Tim, as you talk about this is that, you know, I think what you're saying is that it's not just about the technology. A lot of folks talk about digital, and certainly the technology is important, but there are other things that are very important to allow this holistically to be successful. Can you share some insights in terms of your thoughts? And, you know, I I know one of the areas of the enablers was around talent. We even talk about operating models in terms of how they may be evolving as a result of the technology that, you know, we're continuing to introduce in more and more of a way to our organizations. Yeah, operating model is really critical as it's evolving with the digital transformations of these procurement organizations. We're moving away from a a labor-centric manual business process to more highly skilled labor that requires different skill level for the talent to understand how to operate in these digital world. Yeah, and I think as you talk about some of that talent, I think it goes back to what you were saying before around data analytics that, you know, the talent today has to be really good at data. You know, the technology is certainly going to put off a lot of exhaust and there's going to be a lot more data that this procurement talent that we have has access to. And so them getting very good and comfortable with using that data and engaging with that data is going to be really essential, I think was what you're saying. One of the critiques and challenges that we have for many of our clients is the lack of qualified talent in this digitally enabled world for procurement. And the reality is that there is not a lot of talent out there and therefore organizations need to build these processes and train individuals and grow their own talented organizations around their digital processes. Much of these cloud solutions are self-configurable. Therefore, you need the talent in-house to manage the technology as well. It's to ensure that the implementation is in a one-time event but that you have the skills and the capabilities to manage that technology and continue 
to drive improvement and adoption across the organization. Let me ask you one other question. How does one keep up with all the things that are being introduced out there? Either they're larger suite-based solutions or they're calling the the emerging technologies, the best of breed, some people use the term, technologies are out there that may be much more narrow. How would you, I guess, provide some guidance? Because there's a lot, a lot of different alternatives out there today. It is a constantly evolving and changing market in terms of new entrants and technology, full suite, best of breed. I would recommend focusing on the outcomes that you're trying to reach. And what is going to best enable you getting there? And from that, you can do your evaluations and determine what is the right fit. So just staying on top of always starting with the end in mind. And then from there, you know, as it continues to change, evaluate what's in the marketplace, what's been emerged from a technology standpoint, and and use those as your options. Yeah. And many people fall in love or grow enamored with the hundreds of millions of feature functions of a particular module when they really only need to use a fraction of those capabilities. So really focus on the core processes and what you're trying to enable and start with the end of the mind and measure the outcomes that you're trying to get to. Okay. Fantastic. Great advice. So with that, I'm going to wrap this up and thank you, Tim, for joining me today on this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find the audio, helpful resources, and a transcript of each episode at podcast.thehackagroup.com. If you liked this episode, please share it. You can also subscribe at Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening app so you never miss an episode. We'd welcome your feedback by tapping the rating on this or any episode, or send us an email at podcast at thehackagroup.com. The Hackett Group is a global leader in defining and enabling world-class performance. Learn how we can assist with your improvement journey at www.thehackagroup.com.